Jones, I'm Victoria Davis. And listen, you all, Henrico efforts come as an opioid epidemic continues to take a heavy toll. In 2022, the county recorded 78 fatal overdoses from opioids and other drugs. That's more than double the number of motor vehicle deaths, which are 32, and homicides at 30. So here to talk more about this opioid epidemic, but I hope we're coming down off an of epidemic a little bit, is Ms. Leslie Stephen. She is now the Assistant Director of Substance Use and Prevention Services at Henrico Area Mental Health. Thanks, Leslie, for being here. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. And welcome to your first podcast. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited to have you, and it's just a joy when we have new guests coming on. So. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. So many things going on over at Henrico Area Mental Health. I'm more in the substance use area. And so uh-huh. let's just kick it off. I think here recently in June, um, Virginia kind of afforded us a grant to work with the opioid uh, epidemic. Talk about that grant and what yeah. Henrico County was kind of awarded and what that funding looks like. Well, we actually were awarded three um, grants through the um, Virginia Opiate Abatement Authority. And we were really thrilled with that. Um, so we're, you know, that work is picking up. Um, we the first one was to hire additional doctor hours mm-hmm. to help with prescribing more medication to help with opiate um, use disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we have medication that can help with alcohol use disorder. So we added some more hours for our doctors to be able to do that. Um, specifically, those hours right now are being used in our mobile unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got a planning grant. Um, which was around 100000 and that was a um, partnership with Hanover, Richmond, Chesterfield, and ourselves, and that was really to um, figure out where are the, the gaps in service for substance-using women who, have, um, who are either pregnant or they're parenting. Okay. And so, you know, anecdotally, we have women that come into services that that really their struggle with mm-hmm. childcare, transportation, medical care for their kids, maintaining their children in their, you know, in their own home. Right. Um, housing is also a huge thing. So this grant is really going to help us do a needs assessment for the that region. Mm-hmm. And then that hopefully will help us figure out what our next steps are. And then the largest one we got was specifically um, for pregnant and parenting women in Henrico Mm -hmm. um, that have a substance use disorder. And what we're seeing individually is just the needs, like I said before, housing and um, intensive treatment. You know, what do you do if you have to get intensive treatment and you have children? What do you do with your children? Mm -hmm. So really looking at taking a holistic approach um, and we were able to hire some new staff that are going to be able to help with that population. Yeah. It is really exciting. Um, what was really great about that was we started with a kind of a work group. Um, and we had women, we actually had a woman on there uh, that was pregnant mm-hmm. and had lived experience with substance use. And we had OBGYNs and um, treatment providers and peers and all of that sort of thing. And they actually came up with this concept and these this bundle of services. So we're excited we are starting that now. Yeah, so that is great to hear, yeah. Leslie, that Henrico is being a resource in so many different ways. Last month we were talking with Eric Lebo about housing. So it's mm-hmm. phenomenal to hear that 
we're combating that just, you know, with those that have children and things like that. So yeah. it's good to see. So I know you all kind of host a lot of different programs and initiatives yes. that you put out. Um, let's talk just a few about some of those programs, anyone that you want to kind of highlight. I know a few that won some yeah. NACO awards. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> but I'll let you share. Um, well, one of the ones that is the most recent uh, that we're super excited about is our mobile partnership mm-hmm. with the health department. Okay. So what we've done is kind of taken our treatment services out to the community because we were noticing there were a lot of barriers for some people to come into services. Right. Okay. Um, so we used our heat map. So Henrico County has an overdose heat map. So we can see those places in the county that have the largest number of overdoses. And we've targeted two of those right now. Um, And we go out with the health department and they provide their full array of services like vaccinations or COVID tests or um, all kinds of health related things, blood pressure screenings, that sort of thing. And we're providing treatment. And so someone could come to one of those sites and get a prescription that day to help with their alcohol um, addiction or, you know, with a substance, any kind of substance use disorder. We can start treatment services right there. Um, And we go once a week to Henrico Arms Mm -hmm. apartment complex on Thursdays, Thursday afternoons. And we have just started going to St. Luke's. every Wednesday afternoon. So we're super excited about that. We've had amazing um, support from those communities and um, a lot of good things are coming out of that. Mm -hmm. So like we've given out um, close to 150 doses of Narcan um, and that's really a life-saving medication. So we're super thrilled to be doing that. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's really exciting to hear. So as you guys go out there frequently on Thursday afternoons and Wednesdays, Mm -hmm. do you ask them to kind of follow up with you like the following week just to keep track to make sure, you know, they're progressing properly? So if someone is getting a prescription from us, absolutely. The expectation is that you'll come back the next week because they're just getting a prescription for a week. Right. And so if they're wanting to continue with that medicine to help um, in their recovery, then they come back there. We have a clinician there. We have a doctor there, we have a nurse there, and we have a peer. And so we have the full, we've taken what we have in the office and we've taken it to the community. And it's, um, and it's really, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. So, all right, share some other programs you guys may be putting out or have. So another new thing that we started, um, we've started AccuDetox. And so we've had all of our substance use clinicians trained in acupuncture Um, and it's a five needle, five needles around the edge of the ear, um, that can help with cravings and can help with reducing anxiety and help with good sleep and all of the things that people experience when they're trying to stop using substances. So we have loved that. We are also offering that for our staff, um, because it, it's just a, it's, People come away feeling better and kind of have a sense of calm after they do that. So it's not your traditional, um, you know, evidence-based practice, but there is a lot of evidence that it does work. Very therapeutic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like natural healing. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. I I mean, and we, of course, have our traditional um, individual services 
and our group services. And we have peers. Yeah. Um, we have four peer positions for full-time substance use um, peers. And they really offer a wonderful service. I mean, there's nothing like talking to someone with lived experience um, to really understand what you're going through and kind of help you through it. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's kind of like the bulk of the reason that people kind of either come to their senses or kind of get a grip on that they can actually get through the yeah. next phase of what life could look like for them just because, you know, that personal testimony that other people may have yeah. of their experience. It's, so. it's really inspiring to see someone that has been able to get through that yeah. hard time and get to the other side and see what they've been able to accomplish. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it really provides a lot of hope. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So all of these programs really sound like a preventative tool that you guys are kind of being proactive versus reactive in a mm -hmm. lot of different ways, mm -hmm. which is very helpful to our community. Um, so just talk about kind of these programs helps the next generation of families that are coming down the pipeline. So one of the program, the mobile unit, you talked about how it's helping women with children mm -hmm. and how to make sure that, you know, children are not being prone to these substance use drugs as well. Right. How are you guys kind of working with that to kind of help that next generation? Well, you know, to, to, to try to prevent substance use, you really have to increase the protective factors around children. Yeah. And so with our Pregnant and Parenting Women program, I mean, we're helping them get their vaccinations. We're helping them make sure that if they have a developmental delay, that we're linking them to the appropriate services that they're seeing their parent work towards their recovery, um, that they have safe and affordable housing. Yeah. So all of those things help the family unit be more of a protective factor to the child um, so that they're less likely to pick up, you know, a substance and start using. Yeah. Um, and in the communities that we're in, for instance, Henrico Arms, um, we partner also with our prevention unit. They have an after-school program there. So it's really great that if a mother has a child in their after-school program, they could come see us for treatment while they're there. That's and, that, and it's right in the same area. Yeah. Um, so the more we can build those protective factors for those kids, the less likely they are going to be to use in Absolutely. the future. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Definitely agree. So you talked about how um, we have worked with a lot of different regional partners as well mm -hmm. um, to get some of these grants or are partnering with them with one of the grants, I believe yes. you mentioned. Yes. So how do we work regionally, you know, with other localities and getting some of these services out there? So actually, we've done that with two okay. of the of the grants. The second one, the Pregnant and Parenting mm -hmm. actual program, the intensive program, we're working with Charles City and New Kent as well. Wonderful. And so, um, you know, I think everybody wants to do something yeah. and people don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and so usually when you come with an idea, um, they're willing to talk with you and they're willing to lean in mm -hmm. rather than say, no, we don't have that problem here. We all know we all have that problem. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just building relationships with other people in other communities yeah. um, and saying, how can we impact this together? Because what happens in Richmond impacts Henrico. Yeah. You know, what happens in Charles City impacts Henrico. So we aren't, you know, people don't just stop at the, at the border yeah. of our counties. 
we really have to all, it's really all hands on deck yeah, uh, to sure. try to deal with this. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to be a teamwork thing. This is a mm-hmm. nationwide um, epidemic that we're all trying to conquer together. Absolutely. So you're right. We can't be in our own silos here. Right. Yeah. Right. So, all right, teamwork makes the dream work. So talking about teamwork, how can our community kind of help and get involved or what ways could they be more helpful? Okay, there's lots of things. That, yeah. You know, it, um, one is get trained on the use of Narcan yeah. or Naloxone. Um, and that's an easy way, that's an easy thing. So if you call um, our uh, intake number, which is 804-727-8515, and just say you want training on Narcan, we can hook you up with, for about a 15-minute training mm-hmm. on how to use it, and then we'll send you the medication okay. um, in the mail. If you don't want to come in, we can do it over the phone, we can do it via Teams or whatever, virtually. Um, so as much Narcan or Naloxone we can get out into the community, the better. Mm-hmm. It's basically a um, nasal spray. And if someone is unresponsive to you uh, um, and you can't rouse them at all, then you use the Narcan spray. It will not hurt anyone. So even if someone is having a heart attack, but you're not sure, you can, if they have, or if they're having an overdose, um, you can use it. And if it, if they're not having an overdose, it does not harm them. Okay. But if they do are having an overdose, it completely shuts down um, the opioid receptors from accepting more opioids. Okay. So the person will go into immediate withdrawal, but you're saving their life. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So that's one thing. Another thing is we often are looking for volunteers to help us send out, fly, you know, put up flyers about our services. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know someone that has a substance use issue, really going to them and asking how you can help, if there's anything you can do to help, um, and trying to do that without judgment, yeah. you know, because the minute that someone notices any kind of judgment, generally they shut down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think those three things, you know, offering to volunteer to send out flyers, getting trained on Narcan or Naloxone, mm-hmm. and being a support to the people around you. So do you still have the training for um, the Narcan or is that more just kind of pick it up and you can do it via phone, virtual, like you mentioned? So we do have occasional training um, and we, when we do like a formal come in and we'll train you, Mm -hmm. then we'll put that on the bounce back site. Um, But generally right now, what we have found is people want a quick thing. You know, they don't want to have to come someplace and get it. Um, so most of our training right now is through that telephone number. You call that telephone number and we'll hook you up with somebody Wonderful. to get that trained. Yeah. I think the pandemic has kind of made our sense of sitting down trainings kind of go out the window. It so. has, it <laughs> has. And there's something to be said for those kind of trainings yeah. though too. But I think the convenience of, um, being able to do it over the phone and then have the medication appear in your mailbox right. uh, is something people like. Wonderful, wonderful. So you you heard it here, guys. You can get involved in all the different ways. It can be a help to our community to kind of, kind of help keep these numbers down. We don't want to yes. keep seeing the numbers grow, um, but we would like to see them come down just a little bit at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So anything else you would like to share with us, Leslie? Um, I just think that one thing I do think parents um, and teens need to be careful about mm-hmm. 
is that fentanyl is being added to a lot of other drugs. So you may think that I'm just having a gummy or I'm just um, doing this particular thing, but fentanyl is being added to it. And if, and that can be very, um, that can be fatal quickly. Um, And so even if you don't think your kids are using that, um, it might be helpful to have a naloxone on hand. For sure. And yeah. I think they're coming in different forms. I saw something with like a highlighter that really wasn't a highlighter. Yes. Um, it's a lot of different, I don't want to say creative, but I guess it innovative is. ways it that it's kind of being snuck into different things that our Absolutely. teens have access to. Absolutely. So we just want to be on the safe side. And the other thing, too, is we have some of us have older parents that yeah. may forget that they took their medicine or didn't um, and may double take it. And yeah. then at that point, that might throw them into a, um, an overdose. So I think if every home could have it, mm-hmm. I think that would be fantastic. Well, wonderful. Well, give us that number one more time so they know yes. exactly where to call. And then the website as well. I think you talked about Bounce Back HC website. Yes. So the number to call is 804-727-8515. Mm-hmm. And then the Bounce Back website is bouncebackhc.com. And that has... Um, information about substance use on there okay, perfect yeah well thanks for being here with us leslie Thank i think you. we all learned a wealth of knowledge on today and hopefully we can all be you know a team effort and be a village for everyone else that may need it during this time so. absolutely thank you thank you well that's going to do it for this episode of him happenings we'll see you next month bye